Hi, this is Ronnie Ann Ryan, intuitive coach, and welcome to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. In this show, we'll talk about mystical methods, spiritual practices, and magic to grow spiritually, live well, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, connect with spirit, and embrace the magic that is all around you. To learn more about intuitive coaching with me or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoy the show, please rate it or write a review and subscribe and share it with a friend. May good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'm talking to Diana Injuries. She was a manager in the corporate world of the national health system in the UK, and she became the creator and CEO of Better Topic, which we'll talk about in a minute. She has helped thousands of couples in over 170 different countries improve their relationship and communicate more effectively while still having fun by playing the Better Topics game for couples a game that encourages couples to have those much-needed, deep conversations, but with the fun and lightheartedness of a game. Doesn't that sound amazing? The best part is Better Topics is a repeatable game, so couples can play over and over. The game also won the Innovative Gaming Product of the Year for 2021-22 at the Central England Prestige Award. So let's meet Diana Injuries. Welcome! Hi, Ronnie. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I'm super excited to be here. So let's get into this. First of all, I want to understand, how did you ever come up with this idea about a game that couples needed so they could have deeper conversations? There are many, many elements that led us to this game, but mainly it was a need that my husband and I actually had. And we couldn't find anything like it on the market. So we actually came up with the idea of creating our own because both my husband and I really love board games and card games. And as we have our regular weekly date nights, we do tend to play a lot of them. Um, and we said, you know, why not just combine two things as in, you know, playing games and also working on our relationship, because this is something we're both super passionate about. And we got so many so-called card games that are out there. And we were super frustrated with them because first of all, they had one-off questions that maybe you can ask them once and then that's it. You can pass on the game to someone else or maybe even throw it away. Uh, And second of all, most of those questions weren't even helpful you know to the relationship it wasn't creating any new connection it wasn't addressing the important things in a relationship so we were quite frustrated with those and that's when we said what if we just create our own you know and then we started thinking how would that look like and what rules would we have and what questions would we have and what we knew was that we actually wanted to make it a playable game because the ones we got before, they weren't even a game. They were just questions printed on a paper that you would just ask and answer. And that's about it. There wasn't anything to play with. So we definitely wanted to make it a game and a replayable game. So with our game as well, we 
We design the questions in such a way that although the questions are the same every week, the answers will always change because whatever you go through every week changes. Also, we added a lot of fun elements into it, which are the modifiers. So these are things like cancel the question or reverse the question and things like that. And also my most favorite part of it is the rewards. So, you know, one of the partners will win, the other one will lose, but the winner will get to choose their own reward. And also the rewards are something that the couple needs to do either for each other or together. Therefore, uh, furthering this connection, you know, so after you had the conversations, which can vary from deeper ones to lighter ones, uh, you also get to do fun things together. All right, good. So I want to get specific. Hmm. What kind of rewards are we talking about? (laughs) Most of them are lighthearted. I get a 20 minute foot massage or you make me breakfast in bed this Sunday or we watch a movie that I choose or, you know, a lot of simple things like these that most couples can do. Also with the main game, people get six custom cards, which are basically blank cards that they can use to either put their own twist on their rewards if they want to. If they have something specific to their relationship and we haven't included yet, they can do that. Or they can also use this to create their own repeatable questions if they feel there are some questions they would like to ask regularly and we haven't included those. All right, cool. There's no punishment going on if you lose. (laughs) No, 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 no. So that's fun that you get to have breakfast in bed or something like that. All lighthearted things. That, That sounds really nice. It's so interesting because as a longtime dating coach, a lot of women have talked to me about how they really want to find a man they can have deep conversations with, get into talking about things in a very serious way. So this is really interesting to me because it could facilitate some deeper conversations. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about what kind of topics, like how do you help them get into these kind of conversations? Like what kind of questions? Maybe a couple of questions would be good. Before getting into the questions, I would just like to mention a couple of things. I know many women want to have these mind-blowing conversations, but from my experience working with couples is that they would want to have that once or twice as well. They would not want to have that all the time because it is quite exhausting, you know? Yes. As a woman, even if you're used to opening up, it can be quite exhausting emotionally to always have deep conversations. Now I understand once in a while you do want that, which is okay, because that too helps with the connection, you know, of, of the partners, which is fine. What we try to do with this game is we started from the premise that most people are not used to opening up or talking about their feelings. For example, in my relationship with my husband, interestingly enough, I was the one not so willing to open up about my feelings Ah. and everything. Although that seems quite strange because usually women are the ones that are ready to talk and men are not. Yes. For us, it was literally the other way around. I had to learn to open up to him, you know, and tell him. What I would do is when I would get frustrated, I would just shut down, not talk to him, be upset, stomp my feet around the house just to let him know I'm upset you know, (laughs) slam a few doors. And that was it. That was my way of communicating, which obviously is not healthy in any relationship. No, no. And I'm sorry to 
Hold on. I'm sorry to laugh about that, but I only laugh because, you know, we've all had those moments where we just can't talk right now. We just have to let it settle and process just a little bit before we can go back out and explain. Or sometimes we're not even sure exactly what's going on. But all right. So go ahead. Exactly. You know, my husband would come to me and I'm like, okay, we need to talk. Like, what what was it that upset you and how you want me to do it next time? So I don't upset you. And I was like, just leave me alone. I don't want to talk about it and just like punish him in a way because, you know, he was, I don't know, doing or not doing something. And he's like, look, we cannot continue like this. He's like, it frustrates me a lot. I want you to be happy. You know, I need to know, you need to talk to me. Like, because if you don't talk to me, I cannot guess what's going on in your mind slowly started opening up. So we started from this premise that not many people are willing to discuss their feelings or even know how. Because what I found is lately, there are more and more brighter parents that do try to talk with their kids about their feelings and everything to get them to open up. Still, the vast majority don't know how to talk about those yet. Yeah. So that's why we included some more difficult questions and some more easier ones as well in a game like setting. Because when you play a game, first of all, you're more relaxed and you're more willing to share and open up about your feelings, about anything else. And you're also more willing to give honest answers because it's a it feels like a judgment free zone. So, you know, whatever I say, I don't feel I'll be judged by my partner because it's a game, you know, and I can, I, uh, I feel that I'm comfortable enough to be honest with him about one thing or another without sparking any arguments or anything like that, because Plus, again, it's a game. Right. It's not in the heat of the moment. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. So we have lighter questions like, who is someone dear to you that you would like to surprise next week? Or what was something that made you laugh out loud last week at work? Or who is someone you admired, you know, recently that you haven't told me about yet? Or, you know, simple things like these. Two more deeper ones that go like, when was it last week that you needed me most and I wasn't there? Or the sister of this, of this question is, when did you need me to give you more space last week and I haven't? And the more you ask these questions, the more you can see a pattern in your partner. So you can understand after, you know, asking this question a few times, when similar situations rise, you can recognize them and you can already either be there for them if that's what they wish, or actually give them space to process those feelings and then they will come to you. And your partner will appreciate it because they will feel heard, actually heard by you and supported in the way that they need supporting. What I'm hearing is that you're giving them a method for listening better and then acknowledging what they've heard, which, and sometimes that alone can change a relationship dramatically and really deepen your connection. Because when somebody feels heard and acknowledged, sometimes that's the first time it's ever happened. Exactly. And this goes hand in hand with, you know, the different love languages that we all have. Because as we have a certain love language and our partner most likely will have a different one, we tend to show them love the way we perceive it. But that's not the point here because our partner might not perceive that as loving gestures the way we do. We have to pay attention to what is it that makes our partner feel loved, you know, and do that. Although it might feel a bit unnatural to us, that is okay because we want to show our partner that they are loved. That's why, you know, we've included all of this in, in this game because 
we just wanted to facilitate this for everyone. Not everyone is willing to read books on it. Not everyone is willing to read endless articles, watch psychotherapists or whatever endlessly to learn about this the way I have, you know, when I was educating myself about relationships or the way my husband has. I'm a very, very big fan of education through games because I feel that that's the easiest and best way that we learn, even as children and even as adults as well. That's why we, we just wanted to put all of the knowledges that we had together with my husband about what makes a great relationship and how can we actually have productive conversations in forwarding the relationship and growing the connection into a game that is also fun so people are more likely to play it regularly. That was brilliant for sure. (laughs) Whatever can help facilitate conversation between two people who really want to be there for each other, but sometimes misunderstand each other. That is a beautiful thing. What kind of feedback have you gotten about your cards and how this has worked for people? The feedback has been mind-blowing and heartwarming at the same time. I just want to also mention that we have the physical card games and we also have the app as well. So people can use either Um, of. Some people actually use both. We had, for example, this guy from Japan. I mean, his feedback literally made me tear up. He was one of our backers in the Kickstarter campaign because that's how we actually launched it two years ago. And he said that, you know, he got the game because, uh, you know, he read about it. He really loved the idea and he wanted to improve his relationship with his wife because it wasn't going very well. And interestingly enough, his wife wasn't willing to play the game. You know, she was not interested. So what he did was he actually memorized some of the questions and he started asking her during dinner. And he said that went actually well. So, you know, he'll continue doing that. So that itself made me tear up because I was thinking, look, I'm over here in the UK helping this unknown guy all over in Japan improve his relationship. That literally just made me tear up. And I just ran to my husband. I'm like, oh, my God, we're helping people everywhere. Like, look, like, look, it was amazing to see. And also we had other people that, for example, we had this couple who they've been married for over 33 years now. You know, the guy said, look, we have a really good relationship. I don't think we really need these cards. He's like, but we're going to just like support you because, you know, we like you guys as in me and Robert as a couple. And, you know, we believe in this business and we think it's going to be great, but we don't really need the cards ourselves. And I said, okay, but can you just play it? Just you know, a bit so you can give me some feedback on it, either maybe even just the cards quality or anything that you think we would need to change or improve on it. So they did. And the feedback was actually mind blowing because he was like, look, I thought we actually have a really good communication with with my wife, but these cards actually rose some very interesting discussions. And he's like, it helped us look at things from a very different perspective. So he's like, although I thought that we don't need them, it actually improved our relationship. Other types of feedbacks was, again, so amazing. We had this couple from, I think, New York, who said that they are actually playing the game with their kids as well, which was Uh amazing to see. They were just taking out a few of the cards that were just very specific for relationships. And other than that, they actually used the questions with their children as well. And the kids loved it. So now they are asking us to do a specific deck for parents and children. (laughs) Oh, that's a beautiful extension and natural, right? That makes so much sense. So when it came to 
pulling this all together, you brought up an interesting thing about how you launched this. You and I, before we even started the interview, we were talking about the law of attraction. So what did, what kind of magical things played into your launching this company and game? Print them all and do the app. And it must have taken some definite foundation. So what filtered into that? I would say that the magic has happened years before launching the game. Even before meeting Robert, who is now my husband. Yeah. I remember I went through a few failed relationships and that was the point when I said, okay, I don't want this anymore because I started analyzing all my previous relationships and I realized that I was the only common point in them, you know, because my partners were very different one from another. So I realized that, okay, there, there is something with me because I'm choosing the wrong partners. So I have to get smarter about it. Because, you know, in, in corporate, for example, or any type of career, if you don't know how to do something, you'll take a few courses on it, you'll read a book, you'll start doing it, you get better at it, you, you hone a skill, basically. And I thought, why not do the same for relationships? Because at the end of the day, what do we know about relationships? We don't really know much. The only things that we know, especially when we start dating, is from what we've seen around us, what other people have told us from their own experience, which might or might not be relevant to us, you know, and then the rest of it, we just wing it and hope for the best. And then we learn from our mistakes. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to go through so many mistakes and learn from them. I want to have a great relationship, a happy one, and I don't want to settle because I was like in my mid twenties already people in my life, like my family and especially the culture I come from, if you're around 25 or older and you're not married, that's a big problem already. And everyone was just plain out asking me, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? You know, all of these things. And I was like, why would I settle with someone? You know, they were trying to introduce me to these various guys that were all, let me just be nice and say not compatible. <laughs> Okay, good. Be nice. <laughs> but I was like, why would I settle with a guy that I don't even remotely like? Like, I don't like them on the first date either. How would I like them later? Oh, you'll get used to it. And I'm like, but I don't want to get used to it. Why would I get used to it? Like, why? I don't depend on anyone. You know, I was having my job. I was making really good money. I owned my own house. I'm like, why would I settle for someone who I don't even like? Makes no sense. Exactly. At that point, I thought I knew what I wanted in a partner and I wished for a few things. And I actually shortly after met someone who, who got all of those points. And that relationship lasted for quite a few months, but mainly because we were seeing each other very rarely because of his job and my job. And when it ended, I couldn't even be upset with him because I thought he actually had everything I wished for. But then I realized I didn't wish for the right things. Ah. That was when I was like, okay, let's just regroup and take this from scratch. I actually read a book around June 2017. I think it was Conversations with God by Donald Neil Walsh. God in the book was saying that we literally choose everything that we experience in life, whether consciously or unconsciously, we actually attracted everything. So I thought about it. I'm like, am I crazy then? what am I doing with my life? Why am I just choosing these stupid experiences in my life? I want something nice, not, you know, heartache, frustration, and everything in between. So I sat down one night and I was like, okay, what if I can actually create the right person for myself? Like the ideal person, how would they look like? If I could choose anything, how would they even look like? So I started writing and I'm a 
bullet point type person. So I started writing the list in bullet points. And somewhere halfway through the list, I was like, I don't want to be too greedy. You know, I was like, I don't want to limit the universe. And then on the other hand, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there and then wish for the best. And I was like, even if, you know, the next guy I meet doesn't have all of the bullet points, at least if he has like 75% and especially the main ones, I'll be happy with that. I ended up having like, I think 21 bullet points. And then I left my list aside. It was, I think, about a couple of months later that I've actually met Robert through some very, very weird circumstances. Bear in mind, we both went to high school in the same city, different high schools, but same city, not too big. So it was strange that we've never actually met because, you know, as high schoolers and as students as well, you kind of tend to hang out in the same places. We went to university in the same city, different faculties, but the exact same university. Again, we've never met. So that's like eight years there. After university, I moved to the UK and he actually moved to Mexico for five years. It was like six years later when I went home because my mom made me go to my cousin's wedding. I didn't want to go. And my mom was like, well, where are you going to meet people if not at a wedding? After her stressing me out about it, I was like, fine, I'll come. And interestingly enough, I've met him not at the wedding. It was such a random thing where the Wi-Fi at the house was not working. And I only had a tablet that worked with Wi-Fi. And my parents didn't really care because they would use a desktop anyway. So I called my friend. You know, we all have that one IT guy that helps you out. And the guy was like, I cannot come, but, you know, I have this friend. He might be able to help you. And he sent Robert over. So he basically came to my house. He literally found me at home. In my oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> You know, I straight away liked him and we hit it off very nicely. And, you know, we went on a couple of dates and then I had to go away, you know, for the wedding, which was in a different city. We kept in touch. And then eventually he decided to come to the UK and for us to be together. And I remember saying to him because he just came out of a long relationship, a five year long relationship. But I told him, like, listen, you just came out of a long relationship. I really like you. You really like me. You've seen me. I've seen you, all of that. But I don't have the energy or the patience to just try and see what happens. I'm over that type of thing. Either you want a serious relationship and you're committed, or you can stay home, have fun, you know, go party, do whatever you want. I don't even want to know. Like, don't come unless you're super committed. And he's like, no, I really like you. I want to come. So he came. He was about end of October. October, beginning of November when he came to the UK we again just hit it. everything just fell into place so magically it's crazy how we have the same values the same principles and maybe because we were also raised in the same culture help you know and we understand each other a lot better but everything just literally fell magically into place two months later he proposed four months later we had our wedding so within six months of actually being together we were married oh my gosh what factored into the game, the magicalness of the game? So that was, did he, ha- how many of the 21 points did he have? All of them. Oh my gosh, all of them. Weirdest thing is not even the fact that I had a list. The weirdest part is that he had his own list. Now I wrote my list about a couple of months before we've met. He wrote his list three years before. And his list had like 36 points and like seven pages. It was like an essay because his so motto in life is like never assume anything. So just be very specific in everything that you say or do. He was very specific. So he was like point one, this. And then he would take like a whole paragraph to explain exactly what he means by that. You know, like everything. 
And when I read his list, I was so surprised because it was literally someone describing me, but someone who knows me very, very well. Bear in mind, he wrote this list three years before we've met. And that That's was creepy to a point. <laughs> it was almost creepy, but funny as well. It was so funny as well because our families are exactly the same. Like our moms are both the strong ones, the entrepreneurial ones, the people you call to sort out anything and they will jump at a drop of a hat. And our dads are both the laid back type, both of them super academic in their field, extremely high achievers. And other than that, they don't know much about life. I mean, it's strange, but anything else they're like, yeah, I don't know how to do that. Our brothers as well, their personalities, exactly the same. They even finished the same university and the same faculty, which is so strange. Put everything together, everything just felt so surreal, you know, and it's like, okay, it's too much to be true, but it is. When we started dating, because again, he he was in this long-term relationship where it wasn't great all the time. So that's why he started educating himself on it and you know, what is a good relationship? How can you improve it? And on my side, I was also educating myself on that as well. How you are a good partner, what that makes, you know, how is a good relationship and all of this, because I was preparing myself for my next relationship. When we entered our relationship together, we had this conviction from the very beginning that we will definitely make this relationship great because we already had extensive knowledge about it and we already wanted and we had this determination. When we started creating the game, because we're creating this from scratch, we can actually include whatever we want in it. It's our game. It's basically our first project together because we've put in it parts from me and parts from him too. We have the luck element, which is my specialty. So whenever we play any board games that are with dices or anything with luck, I win hands down against him. Like every time in the weirdest <laughs> ways ever. And it's so funny. And he gets still so frustrated sometimes. And it's, it's just funny. You have the luck element depending on what type of cards you're dealt. And then we have the strategy element, which is my husband's forte. Depending on what cards you're dealt, how are you going to play them? Because whoever gets rid of their cards first, that's the winner of the game. The fun, which is the modifiers that can change the dynamic of the game. And we also have the rewards, obviously, at the end, which is like a lovely surprise for both partners to, you know, to do fun things together. Okay. I guess I was wondering, how did you manifest the game? Because it sounds like you had people investing in it. The journey was quite long, over a year and a half. We were trying to get funds from various investors, but we weren't super successful. And to be honest, we didn't really invest too much time in it because this was like a side project for both of us. At that point, I was still a manager in NHS and he was still having his businesses to look after. So we didn't really allocate too much time for it. But then in 2020, the pandemic hit and we were like, oh my God, so many couples are physically locked in with each other Uh, they don't even know what to do with each other anymore you know because many of them have been so focused on kids on careers or anything else but the relationship and now they're just stuck and they don't know what to do they can only binge watch so long what are you going to do after that what so we're like let's just help these people and we have actually launched the game through a kickstarter campaign 
So that's like a crowdfunding thing where you present yes. your idea and then people come and back you with their money because they believe in your project. And then you can actually produce the game and give it out to them. And then and interestingly enough is that we had no idea what a Kickstarter campaign implies at that point in time. We just dove straight in yeah. and we hoped for the best. We found out later that only 6% of the Kickstarter campaigns are successful. We were basically in the top 6% and that's how we actually started. The, oh, that's amazing. We had backers from all over the world. We had this yeah. guy from Japan, we had from Philippines, we had from America, from US, sorry, yes, from US, from Australia, UK, literally over 56 countries, I think there were in total that backed us, which was amazing to see. So there's a lot of really cool manifesting kind of as the backstory, manifesting of you and your husband, how you both really got clear about what you wanted in partners and found each other. Then that you had this idea at really the perfect time. The need was so intense. The timing could not have been yes. more ideal. Uh, then you had supporters from all over the world helping you. It's a fabulous story, but most of all, it's just wonderful to think that a simple game can help people have some deeper conversations, get to know and understand each other better. That's such a fabulous creation. So thank you so much for sharing all of that with us today, Diana. And do you have a freebie that you want to share with the audience? Yes, actually, we have some discount codes. I will give you the discount code so you can link them on the, in the show notes. We give discounts for everyone who wants to get the physical card game from our website, which is bettertopics.com. For those who are not willing to wait because we do ship them out from the UK and it might take a bit of a while, they can also find the cards on Amazon for US, UK and Australia as well. Also keep an eye on our page because we are working on a new game, which is for people who are dating to help them make better decisions when dating. And this too will be launched with a Kickstarter campaign at the beginning of September. Fabulous. Thanks again, Diana, for everything and for your beautiful beautiful story. Thank you so much for having me today. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode and share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic.